finally, Buddy Beheim, Cole Swider, Jimmy Beheim all finally get the call. They're going to be playing in some sort of NBA competition. All very exciting. It's all on Locked On Syracuse, and it's right now. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Syracuse. Your first reaction might be, where is Brad Klein? Brad Klein could not be with me today. And like you also be may noticing, I'm in a different uh, a different scenery today. So uh, it's all a little bit of a crazy week for both Brad and I, but that doesn't mean that Locked on Syracuse stops. We are here for the Orange fans. Thank you for making Locked on Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So obviously, the big news in Syracuse land right now is that Buddy Bayheim, Cole Swider have been signed to two-way contracts in the NBA. Bayheim by the Detroit Pistons and Cole Swider by the Los Angeles Lakers, which is pretty exciting. I didn't really expect to see Cole Swider uh, in the City of Angels. But, you know, don't count out Jimmy Bayheim's news either. He's only going to be playing in the Summer League. But, hey, that could turn into some kind of contract in the future. Am I holding out? Incredible hope for it, not necessarily, but it is still more exciting than not. Swider, I was a little bit more, um, I guess, surprised by than Beheim, of course, because Buddy Beheim, the leading scorer in the ACC last season, the coach's son, the, the national attention, the whole bit, you kind of expected it that someone would give a chance to Buddy Beheim, but for it to happen to Swider as well, uh, it's pretty exciting. So, I think Syracuse fans should be pumped about that. Now, obviously, the conversation now lies on what does it mean? Because I don't know if any of these guys are going to end up being superstars or all-stars or even starters or role players or bench warmers in the NBA for all that matters. Jerry McNamara tried out with the, the Jazz, didn't he? So uh, it doesn't always work out. But there are some guys who are still representing the Orange in the NBA today. But here's the thing, you know, Syracuse hasn't had a first-round selection in the NBA draft since Tyler Lydon back in 2017, you know? Uh, you're at a point right now in this program where I think people are giving it the benefit of the doubt because of the name uh, and because of the runs to the tournament that they make every now and again, the Sweet 16 from 2016, then, or excuse me, the Final Four from 2016, and the Sweet 16 where they lost to Duke, and then the Sweet 16 uh, just a couple years ago. You're still a program that isn't exactly churning out first round talent. Um, could that change with this new class, with, with the 2022 class that Jim Beheim describes as the greatest he's ever had? Sure. It absolutely could, because uh, you're now recruiting guys again who are of the same echelon of the guys that were going in the first round before. If you want to look just back in the first or the last 10 years or so in terms of draft picks, 
It was Elijah Hughes in 2020. He was a second-round draft pick. Then Leiden in 2017, one of the first. You had Benajay and Malachi Richardson taken in 2016. Benajay in the second, Malachi in the first round. I think if Malachi stayed, he could have been even higher up. Uh, probably should have stayed. I think a lot of people agree with me on that. Uh, in 2015, you had Raheem Christmas in the second round, Chris McCullough in the first, Tyler Ennis in the first round of 2014, Jeremy Grant the second round of that same draft. Jeremy Grant still uh, holding strong, just got traded to Portland. So uh, good to see his career still going. We wish him nothing but luck with the Trailblazers. Uh, and then you had the Rookie of the Year himself, Michael Carter-Williams, back in 2013, almost went top 10 at pick 11. Uh, and then the 2012 draft where you had Fab Mello, RIP, go in the first round, and then Chris Joseph nearly missed the draft entirely, go in the second round. So there's a big gap there. Elijah Hughes, of course, has uh, keeps the name alive in, in the draft, but since then it's been five years now. So you're, you're getting to that point where fans uh, are kind of justified in thinking, hey, man, like, where where are the players on this team? Why can't Syracuse churn out these good players anymore? I think some people uh, will blame it on sanctions. I think that there's some truth to that, certainly. Um, I think there's definitely some truth to that. But the recruiting aspect you have to look at as well, and we've talked about this plenty of times before, but – they just got to get better. And hopefully that this 2022 class puts them back on that trajectory, which we've talked about before as well. Um, but on the positive end of things, let's get to the positives here, Bones. Um, you do have three guys that are going to be playing in some pretty awesome um, competition. And, hey, Buddy and Jimmy getting to play on, on in the summer league together on the Pistons, that's so cool. Like, that is so awesome that they'll be able to suit up for the same NBA team during the summer league. Uh, and hopefully both get a chance to play in the NBA together if Jimmy and, and both Buddy can can play well enough in the summer league. Obviously, Buddy's going to get a bit of an easier chance than Jimmy, but I think we all knew that that was probably true. Um, but what does this do going forward? I think it definitely helps. Of course, it doesn't hurt. Um, this wasn't really entirely surprising. We put out a poll on Twitter of whether or not these draft results were surprising, underwhelming, predictable, a lot of people said, of course, this was predictable. Everybody, you know, they weren't going to get drafted. Um, but it is it is good for the future because you have guys now looking towards Syracuse, not as the team that's had a five-year gap between uh, first-round picks, well, still, but also that, that they can push guys to, to NBA chances. So that that's a, a huge positive, I think. Um, and... Is it the best case scenario? No, obviously you want to see those guys get picked in the first round here. Their name called like um, Duke's guys are. It seemed like every third player was a Duke player, which is like not fun. But uh, I mean, every program has its ebbs and flows. And I think Syracuse going forward with this class has a chance to flow once again, um, especially with a guy like Judah Mintz coming in, who, who is such a highly touted prospect, who I can't get over, by the way is now on Paul Biancardi's ESPN 100 draft rankings for the class of 2022, now ranked higher than both Dior Johnson and Kamari Lands. I mean, it's it's funny to me that so many people tried to clown Syracuse um, when Dior Johnson decommitted and when Kamari Lands decommitted, like, ah, oh, no one wants to play for your school. And then, like, I ended up getting somebody technically and potentially better 
Um, obviously, we won't know until they hit the court, but they got that and a lot, a lot more. So at least be happy about that. Uh, and the program could be in a lot worse situation than it is right now. Um, since, you know, Brad isn't here, we're going to do a little bit of a shorter episode today. And since that the the draft news is probably the biggest, we'll stick on that for the, the remainder of the pod. Um, but I think Syracuse fans, I think there are probably going to be people out there that are going to try and take this news as negative and say, oh, you know, they still can't get anybody. Like, you know, I, I know I did say I went on that rant, but it is a positive rather than negative that these guys are getting a chance because it shows that teams are willing to take a chance on players who come from Syracuse. Brad tried to make the claim that teams don't want to take guys. Um, not that they don't want to take, but it hurts them that they they play the two, three zone in college, whether or not that's true. And it could be, I don't want, I'm not mixing Brad's words or anything. Um, whether or not that's true it's good to show that teams are still willing to take a chance on these guys and uh, give them a shot uh, in the big leagues. This is, you know, last year you had Alan Griffin, like maybe he was going to get a chance. Um, Quincy Gary, I, I don't know. Do you count Quincy Gary as a Syracuse guy? Like he was there for so long. If he goes to the NBA, you kind of have to give Syracuse credit for his development in, in a little bit. Uh, but I was also thinking about while well, planning for this podcast, um, who are some guys that Syracuse recruited recently? And I want you to comment on YouTube or reply to us on Twitter with a couple answers to these. Who are some guys that Syracuse has had recently that when they were recruited, you thought, all right, there's a chance this guy's going to the league. For me, Jalen Carey, I think. Jalen Carey was such a highly touted prospect uh, and his highlight reel looked great, and he was a guy that was supposed to come in and make an immediate impact, and then he was terrible. He had that one game against UConn where he scored a bunch but turned the ball over every five seconds, and then into Bayheim's doghouse he went, and he really never came out until transferring. Um, but he was a guy that I was certainly like, wow, this guy totally has a chance. I think a lot of you are probably going to say Kadari Richmond as well because obviously he was incredibly talented and a lot of people liked him. And he still has a chance to get into the NBA over at Seton Hall. Um, but, yeah, I, I want to know. What, what do you guys think? Those are just the first two uh, off the top of my head. And I'll quickly read a word from our sponsors, Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your daily betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL, Stanley Cup Finals, and Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, well, that's a little, uh, a little NBA draft talk for Syracuse. Let me know who you thought maybe Syracuse uh, recruited that had a chance at getting to the NBA draft. And, and give me your thoughts on who in this 2022 class uh, or who the potential 
2023 guys maybe that you think also have a chance of getting to the NBA. Uh, until then, Brad and I will be back tomorrow with another podcast. We're hoping for an interview with uh, a man from the higher up echelon of the basketball tournament to shed some light on the tournament uh, and how everything's been running this year. So look out for that. We will be back with you for tomorrow's episode. See you then.